Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Welcome to the broadcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy for Global Real Estate School, and we are continuing our uh, support from USA Mortgage, the good folks there. They've been so good to provide a lot of good content for our podcast and YouTube videos. I do want to mention their license number, NMLS227262. They're equal housing lender. They're just great folks. And I'm really excited that we have Christian Demand on the uh, call with us here. And he actually does a lot of work in an interesting side for USA Mortgage, which is what you call pay it forward. Tell us about that, Christian. First of all, thanks for joining us. So I should have, I should have said thanks for that. Yeah, thanks for having me. Definitely uh, looking forward to the conversation here. Great. So uh, tell us a little bit. I think this is interesting because on some of the podcasts, I briefly talked about my passion for helping veterans with the home buying process, but you guys actually take it up a notch and do some additional help. So I'd love for you to tell our audience a little bit about USA Mortgage and how you help veterans in a, in a whole different capacity. Yeah. So, the, you know, uh, here at USA Mortgage, obviously, you know, we, uh, VA loans were kind of the, some of the initial grounds that the company started on, you know, hence kind of where a little bit of where the name came from. Uh, but the pay it forward, the pay it forward program, excuse me, is something that we started uh, a couple of years ago. And essentially, uh, it was started with a business partner um, of my owner here that is former military himself and just kind of noticed that, the, you know, there's 20 to 25% of the military get relocated between the branches in the U.S. every year. And with the VA loan, especially with them able to do 100% financing, if, instead of renting, you know, a lot of them are buying homes. So he found an area where uh, assistance could be provided and so we work with a lot of different channels, uh, along with myself as a loan officer. We also have relationship managers that work with um, that work with the ambassadors or the realtors in each area. Uh, so they kind of have constant communication of market updates, and then they pass along customers that are ready to purchase homes to us. Uh, really, just to kind of be in a big flow to take the moving process off of the veteran's mind um, as they have, you know, sometimes as little as a few weeks to move from, um, you know, like I just had a customer that's moving from Washington uh, to Maryland. And I actually just helped a different family move from Hawaii um, all the way over to Virginia. So a lot of, right? lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of miles moved. Uh, yeah. any, any way that we can help them is, uh, is huge for us. Very, very interesting. Now, a lot of times, uh, Christian, there are veterans who think, because I've heard this a lot throughout my career, they think, well, I already used my VA loan. I can't use it. I can't get another one. And they kind of have this mentality that it's a one-time uh, opportunity, but you can actually have more than one VA loan or kind of walk us through that whole, some of how that works so that any anyone watching or listening who's a military could understand that it, it's not a one time and especially for our, our real estate students that are going to be working with potential military uh, consumers yeah so uh, that, that definitely something common that we see um, with a lot of people as far as you know if 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 they can use it how they can use it 
Um, and the biggest thing with using multiple VA, um, VA loans is as long as you're moving into your primary residence, the VA loan is still eligible. So like there are customers that uh, in different markets other than the one that we're in now that where everything is selling relatively quickly, sometimes right. they have a problem selling their home before they have to move and buy a new one. So sometimes they'll end up buying uh, a new home and then with the, with the thought of selling that later. Um, so as long as you're moving into the primary uh, into your new primary residence, it is also based off of your certificate of eligibility. Um, really the biggest difference between someone using it for the first time and the second time is the VA funding fee. Uh, just because it's a, it's a different percentage, but the funding fee ends up getting financed anyway. So, you know, in a couple hundred thousand dollar loan for the house you're buying, the few thousand dollar difference doesn't make a huge difference in the monthly payment. So there isn't, it's pretty negligible as far as if it's your first time or uh, second or third or however many times you're uh, taking advantage of it there as you move. Okay. So, so just to clarify then, if I'm a veteran and I am relocating and, and my certificate of eligibility allows me, you know, based on my current loan and what I want to purchase at the new place, if I'm going to, um, be living in that home, could I get a second VA loan as a veteran? If I'm going to live in that home, it, will VA allow me to rent my old home out or will I need to sell it? Or should I sell it first before I get the new VA loan? So you can work with, you can work from both angles there. Uh, so like I mentioned, so your certificate of eligibility shows all of your previous VA loans. It's basically the VA's way to keep track of how many times you've used their loan. Uh, and like I said, you know, so as long, it, uh, it helps keep a track of when you've used it, how you use it, and then how everything has gone with that loan, such as, you know, making payments on it and, you know, being everything current there. Uh, but yeah, so we do have customers that especially uh, a lot of people that live, uh, that are moving away from hotbed areas like California or Florida or Texas, uh, where it is, you know, where renting it is a real option, depending on how long they've been there. Uh, that is something that you can do uh, because, again, the new loan is based on your new circumstance. Um, so as long as you know you're like you can't buy an investment home with a VA loan, but if you have a home that you're moving away from with the VA loan, as long as everything is current on the payment side, you have no issue keeping that and using your VA oh. loan privileges again. Okay, great, excellent. Now walk us through the steps uh, for a veteran. Or if I'm an agent, I have a couple who is a, a military and they they want to use their, or I talk to them about getting a VA loan. First step would be the certificate of eligibility, correct? Is that something you can do online now? Or, I mean, uh, just walk us through that process and maybe so explain we, to the group what a certificate of eligibility, what that all encompasses. So it is something that you can access um, as a consumer through the, through the VA website. You are able to obviously access your own certificate of eligibility based on, I believe it's your name, date of birth, and social security number are what you need to access that. Um, but normally for our customers, we actually end up pulling that for them um, here okay. from our processing side. So anyone that's looking to take advantage of a VA loan, uh, the initial steps aren't any different than if you were just, uh, if you weren't a veteran looking to purchase a home with a conventional uh, loan or an FHA loan, such as just reaching out uh, to see your pricing options. Um, as far as the qualifications and everything, uh, 
that's where, you know, sometimes like, I get a question of like, you know, what if I'm the relation to uh, a veteran or kind of how that works? Sometimes you still have privileges and still don't. Uh, so that's where you may need to um, look into the certificate of eligibility side. Like, for example, if you're uh, unfortunately a widow of someone that was active right. duty, you still have some access to the VA um, eligibility but like if your parent per se is a uh, was a veteran and you were not, uh, you don't have access to a VA loan. So that's where, you know, you could look into the certificate of eligibility, right. um, but your local loan officer is going to know that um, exactly. when you reach out to them. That's a great point, though, because there are a lot of, of women who, as you mentioned, unfortunately, mm -hmm. their spouse died and it could depend if they were on active or so forth, but there are still opportunities for them to take advantage of, of VA financing, which helps. Um, there are, so yeah. keep, keep that in mind. And, you know, that's why, and, and on many of our calls with us, the USA mortgage loan officers, your best first place to go is uh, to go to Christian or one of the loan officers at USA Mortgage because they can look at the scenario. It, it's kind of like uh, to use the uh, analogy, you know, the the similarity of a doctor can't really prescribe the best method of treatment until he has all of the information in front of him. And, and you kind of are the same way you might have all the information and say, you know what, you qualify for a VA loan, but I think you might be better off to go over this route, maybe an FHA or a USDA because of interest rates or whatever. So kind of interesting. Um, wanted to also help our listeners understand so after you get the certificate of eligibility and you're going to do the paperwork and get them pre-approved, and they find a home they like. And so, you know, you've you've done all of the verifications you need, have pre-approved them. So now we just have to find a home which has to be appraised. It's a little different with the VA side because they actually call it a certificate of reasonable value. Talk to the group about how that all comes about. And so the reason they have a different um appraisal is based on the investment firm. You know, that's one of the benefits of a VA loan is that it's a government-backed loan uh, through the VA. So part of that is they have certain requirements that the appraisal for an FHA or conventional loan doesn't have. Um, now, I get a lot of questions about that of like, is it more strict? Is it less strict? Uh, I don't really view it as more or less strict than the other appraisal. It's just a little different. Um, and what I mean by that, you know, there are, it, it kind of depends on the area. Like I, you know, for some customers that I work with in Maryland, I know kind of how those appraisals go and they different, they differ than VA appraisals in Texas and Florida, just as your normal uh, regular appraisal would for a, a conventional or an FHA loan. Um, so like, again, it has a different name um, really just because they appraise the home a little bit differently but it's not like it's it's not necessarily more strict or less strict than uh, an appraisal. It's just a different thing. The biggest piece is the VA looks a lot more into the foundation, such as like a termite inspection and some other things like that are required. Whereas on a conventional loan, um, some of those inspections aren't as required. That's where things right. can be a little bit more strict, but that's an inspection, not necessarily the, uh, the appraisal. 
is VA a little more lenient on credit scores or, you know, some of those features versus other types of loans or, or will you need to kind of still have a pretty good credit score? And So from a credit perspective, uh, the most lenient is going to be an FHA route um, just because, you know, um, you can go all the way down to 580 with an FHA loan. Um, usually you have to put a little bit more than the three and a half percent down to kind of, you know, to kind of meet the guidelines there with a little bit worse credit. Uh, right. But for a VA loan, uh, it, it's, it's a 620 as far as the minimum of what you'll need um, to qualify. But the good news is, is that with VA loans and the credit scores, the interest rates don't vary as much as a conventional lo loan would. Um, okay. so like, for example, if you have, you know, a 740 credit score versus a 660, a conventional interest rate is probably going to be a decent change there, whereas a VA loan is much more lenient from a rate perspective, um, again, because of the investor, because it's for veterans um, as part of, you know, almost, you know, I view it as part of a reward for what they do for our country uh, to where things, you know, they have that benefit right. there. Which is a great, great, I totally agree. I guess my last question would be, sometimes real estate agents get all in a panic and like, oh gosh, they're going VA. And so it has this stigma that we're going to have problems. It's going to take mm -hmm. forever. What are you seeing typical VA loans closing? I mean, I don't think, I think sometimes it gets more of a bad rap than it should because, but I'm just curious, I mean, for closing times and in today's market appraisals and, and, you know, title work is backed up because as you said, the market's crazy, but yeah. are you seeing, I guess, a big, a, would you allow a little bit more time over a conventional loan or if everything runs smoothly, is it, can it be just as quick as a normal loan? So we're very fortunate at USA Mortgage that we that luckily we don't have to worry about those things. I'm actually lucky enough to where my processors and underwriters sit right here down the hall from me. Uh, so our turn times for most of our loans are still anywhere from, you know, 25 to 30 days, if not even shorter, if it needs to be. That's the great. biggest thing with and uh, with a VA loan specifically is uh, is the certificate of reasonable value. Sometimes because it has to go through a couple more verifications after the appraisal is completed. Sometimes that can take a little bit longer to come back. Usually it's seven to 10 business days. So, you know, you don't see a ton of, you know, two or three week closings with a VA loan. Uh, but again, you know, we, we, it's very rare that we have a closing go longer than 30 days, unless it's scheduled that way. You know, obviously sometimes you have closing dates that are 35, 40 days out when you get the contract, uh, you know, and even those are cleared to close with, you know, a week or so to go. So things are, are very efficient um, here, whereas at different companies, different positions, that ha it hasn't been that lucky for me. Good. And I guess that's another reason agents need to encourage their buyers when they have that first meeting and you, and you enter into a buyer's agency agreement, have your buyer get pre-approved ahead of time with David or others and Christian as part, sorry, I was, I was also talking to David <laughs> today, but with Christian uh, and David's with USA mortgage, but with Christian and uh, you know, talk to, to Christian because that way he can begin that process of getting a lot of that upfront work out of the way so that when your buyer finds a home, 
you're just really down to getting the appraisal and the title work and those inspections and the last few items. So very good. Um, Go ahead. I was going to say, I'd just like to go back to something you said previously about kind of the the viewpoint on VA loans. And that's something that we definitely get a lot of, uh, more so from listing agents than necessarily buyers agents, you know, especially in a time like now where there's, you're in a multiple offer situation, usually, you know, some, you know, you're dealing with cash buyers, FA, you know, all the different loan types that you see on pre-approvals. And that's where I talk to customers about the difference that we are coached here and, and how our loan officers are a little different. Uh, you know, every time I have a buyer that puts in an offer, as soon as I know that they're, that they've put an offer in within 20 to 30 minutes, I've placed a phone call to the listing agent, identifying myself as their lender to reinforce that offer. Because like you said, it is kind of a stigma in the industry for really for FHA and VA loans of that there's some kind of issue, the borrower may not be as qualified. Again, these are just kind of common stigmas that usually aren't true. And so that, you know, again, it's right. part of the extra mile that we're coached to go here, especially in our branch at USA Mortgage, uh, to make sure that those offers are looked at with the correct priority and even top right. priority because, you know, again, the story that I tell people, like I said, you know, I have customer moving in from Hawaii to Virginia, like they have to come, they have, you know, they have to start work on a certain day, regardless of whether they own a home or not. So it's either they, they're in a house or they're living out of a hotel. And that's the story that I tell these agents and the buyers when I get a chance to talk to them. Yeah, that's great advice. I love that. Very good. Well, we will have Christian's information down below. You can contact him. Here's a marketing tip for you, anyone who's watching, who's soon to be a real estate agent, or maybe you're already a real estate agent. I did a VA home buyers seminar, a VA, for, it was for veterans years ago, Christian. And I remember I had seven people show up, seven couples show up for the seminar. It was at my office. All seven couples bought a property, but they wanted to get a loan. So I thought, you know, I'm going to try a VA homebuyer seminar. And we advertised it on Facebook. We did. I told Facebook, I only want my ad to show up for veterans who are uh, retired or, or active in this, these zip codes. And I'd like for them to be uh, renters. And so I had two people show up for that online webinar. I invited a loan officer uh, that knew some, th- you know, did some VA loans. He did the program, and both of those people bought a home. So I know Christian would be willing to help out if someone says, "Hey, I'd like to do something like that." Uh, be creative. There, there are a lot of veterans who really need to get a home loan, and they want to buy a home, and and you know, they've served our country. They have this entitlement, and. Uh, USA Mortgage, which is cool how you all started off that principle. I think I'd heard that before. And and so very, very good. But contact Christian. He'd be glad to help you. This has been very helpful for me. I was going to ask one last question. Uh, those watching, my son might be take, getting ready to take their exam. What cost does the veteran have to pay? That I think that's always a test question. And I can't remember. I wanted to make sure I, is there a fee that veteran always has to pay? It's, is it the funding fee or the, the so they, VA funding fee? I didn't know if there. 
That VA is correct. Okay. Yeah. So the the v, every VA loan has a funding fee. That's part of the. It's part of what the VA kind of. You know, it's almost like there. If you want to think of it as like a servicing charge, almost it goes directly to the VA. It's a it's a percentage of your loan amount. But like I mentioned previously, it's it gets misconstrued as far as pay goes because it shows up as a closing cost on your forms and all that stuff, but it's actually a part of your loan. So it's finance. So it's not anything that you have to pay out of pocket. Um, and then also with the funding fee, if you are a disabled veteran um, in any capacity, you are exempt of the funding fee because of the disability. Okay. So, so that's, just, that's, yeah. that's the, kind of the only caveat there is that if you are a disabled veteran, again, according to the that would be according to like your your the VA and your certificate of eligibility is right. where that would be stated. Uh, you are exempt from the funding fee. It's not a part of the situation at all. Okay, good. And then many of the other closing costs, the seller is allowed to pay those. So uh, you might find that if you have a buyer, because I remember a story I always tell of some buyers, and he was a mil- he was a former military. He had no idea how the VA process worked, but, and they had no down payment. They had great credit, but the seller paid all of their closing costs and they were able to get in that home. They, I think they got money back actually uh-huh. a small, a small credit. And so it was such a gratifying transaction for me. So, well, Christian, thank you so much. You've been uh, amazing to provide some information on VA financing be sure and check out USA Mortgage. They have just some great loan programs. They're good people. I, uh, I, I've I mentioned this, I think, on every podcast, Christian, but back in 08 or 09, right when the market was kind of tanking a little bit, I was so impressed because we had a, a gentleman from USA Mortgage who came to a meeting I was at. And, you know, he he had a passion to help people get back on the road to home ownership and talked about some of the programs USA Mortgage had that was really designed to help people understand what was keeping them from getting qualified and how how you could get, you know, kind of repair your credit and what you could do to get back on the right track. And I just was so impressed that day because I thought, you don't see a lot of loan officers who want to take who want to help people who don't qualify for a loan. It's kind of like, just give me the people I can close the deal with mm-hmm. and make money. But here your company was saying, we know you may not be able to buy for a few years or for a year or six months, but we still want to help you out. And uh, I just thought that was really cool. So check out USA Mortgage. Thank you, Christian, for your help. And uh, appreciate your time on our podcast and YouTube video today. Awesome. Thank you very much for uh, having me, John. I greatly appreciate it. All right. Great. Well, thanks everybody for watching. As always, go out and make it a great day and be sure and share the podcast and the YouTube video and tell others about it as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day. Topics discussed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. 
Interest rates and products are subject to change without notice and may or may not be available at time of commitment or lock-in. DAS Acquisition Company LLC is not affiliated with or endorsed by any government entity or agency, including the USDA, HUD, or VA. DAS Acquisition Company LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, MLS number 227262, Equal Housing Opportunity.